0: You are about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. In Manhattan, some parties are VIP only. Others are strictly private. But some parties are political. And those lines are drawn by the most established of the establishment. And once those lines are drawn, they can never be crossed. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz, And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched Season 3, Episode 8, The Grandfather, Part 2, original air date November 2nd of 2009, written by Len K. Rosenfeld, directed by Mark Piznarski. Olivia reveals something about Dan on Jimmy Fallon that she regrets. Meanwhile, Election Day is nearing for Nate's cousin Tripp, and the two suspect their grandfather will stop at nothing to win. Blair befriends a new girl. <laughs> Just a new girl. Putting it lightly. Glassful of Gossip tonight is titled, I'll Have What She's Having.
1: Ooh.
0: A reference to When Harry Met Sally, which is my mom's absolute favorite movie. And also the last line in the episode where Trip says, I'll have what she's having. And so I decided to... Again, put a pep in our step, get something good in our gut. So, kombucha, and then I mix it with seltzer. It's delicious. And it was good. Yeah. So it, good. it diluted the kombucha, and then the kombucha made the seltzer sweeter. So, yeah, it, was, it, yeah, was it was very really refreshing. Good. A mocktail, if you will. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I separated the characters again this episode. It just was easier. <laughs> and then once they all come together, we'll talk about them together. But in the beginning of the episode, we start out with Serena. She's reading the articles about her and Patrick, and she thinks they're quite amusing. You can see her, like, smiling, like, hmm, I kind of like this limelight that I'm, I'm in. She gets a call from Casey, who tells her that Patrick is being considered for a role in a new movie about politicians. And so she knows that Serena knows the Vanderbilts and the Archibalds, and so she said, hey, get him an invite with you to the Vanderbilt election party so that he can mingle and get an idea of what a politician does, and maybe he'll be good for the role. So then Serena kind of has to explain that she's really on the outs with the family, but of course, Casey orders her to just try it anyway. So she heads over to NYU to drop off a copy of Olivia's interview with Jimmy Fallon. After she does that, she runs into her bestie ex-bestie Blair <laughs> bestie in the ex-bestie. hall. And Serena offers very maturely to talk this over over lattes. But of course, Blair does not accept this. I
1: feel like in this episode, we have to count the Serena mature moments. Yeah. This is number there was one. A bunch.
0: There was a bunch. Yeah, yeah. It was great to see, hey... You know, we've been friends for 18 years. Let's not just throw this away for something stupid. Let's talk about it. Blair is not into it. And she declines, says some jabs. The two of them throw jabs at each other. And it's clear that neither of them are going to apologize now. They end the combo though, with Blair telling Serena that she's met a bunch of new friends at NYU. And, you know, she doesn't need Serena. And Serena's being childish and says that she can't wait to meet them at the election party that night. So Serena's banking on going, and Blair's banking on bringing some friends. Serena then desperately calls Nate to get an invite, but he doesn't answer her phone call. She heads to the campaign office to try and get an invite, but of course Nate refuses. Then Trip comes over and says, Hey, Serena, you coming to the the party tonight? And she's like, I wouldn't miss it. Thanks, Nate, for putting me on the guest list. Good old Trip. Yep. Before the election party... Serena goes to see Patrick at his hotel. He's fooling around, no clothes on, drinking, without a shirt. And Serena's trying to push him, let's get dressed, let's not fool around. And you can tell she's already starting the night pretty annoyed. That was Serena's morning afternoon. Let's go over to Olage. 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 Olage! Padgy and Olivia wake up after a night together, and Padge says that he really wants to see her interview with Jimmy Fallon. And it's very apparent Olivia doesn't want Padge to see this, and she's trying everything she can to postpone yeah. Padge seeing it. And this. it's clearly she's hiding something. She's hiding it. And so she, to appease him, she's like, okay, I'll get a copy from Casey maybe later. So he heads out of the dorm to go brush his teeth, and some guy in the hall is like, hey, bathroom boy. And Padge looks at him and he smiles and laughs and he's confused, but he's like, okay, and like laughs this it off. all makes sense now. Right, of and course. It just
1: clicked for me, by the way. <laughs>
0: yeah. So thank you. Bathroom boy. And Padge is like, yeah, everyone greets me like that here at NYU. Weird. So while Dan is in the bathroom, Serena is in that moment bringing the Fallon tape over to Olivia, who asks Serena if she saw the tape. And Serena kinda awkwardly nods and says, Yeah, I did see it. And Olivia's like, I can't believe I said that about him. He's gonna be so mad. I'm doing everything in my power not to have him see it. I'm I'm deleting everything. And Serena's like, Well, you gotta make sure you don't, you know, you delete Gossip Girl too because it can get out to her. Mm. She's like, yeah, I'm doing everything I could. So at that moment, Dan returns, and he asks Serena again, hey, can we get that copy of the Jimmy Fallon interview? <laughs> but before she can answer, Olivia's like, don't you have to go meet up with Patrick? Just just go now. Again, avoiding it. Later on at the Woodsons, Dan and Olivia are very sweetly hanging out with Lufus and a sick Jenny. Okay. I yeah. just want to interject here. Again, the problem I have with this show. Yes.
1: So is, much, no, but <laughs> no. In terms of like storytelling, is the last scene of last week's episode is Jenny's cleaning out her closet,
0: right? You would think we would open up something interesting with her,
1: and then you watch this episode and you told you are
0: like Jenny, who you're like oh, Jenny had a, a moment, yeah. What happened to that? I know it's it's a huge fault that they have,
1: and then the whole time when she was sick, I am like, oh my god,
0: she's faking it, right? Like it's, it has to be for an ulterior motive, right? But no, I guess she's, I don't know if Taylor was actually sick or whatever, but I guess this episode really wasn't about them. She's and so, sick. yeah, she's sick. They come over to play Scrabble, and some sneaky behavior does occur while they're playing. Apparently, Dan gets a text from the Gossip Girl blast, and something about him being bathroom boy. And Olivia quickly takes his phone and deletes it with the help of Jenny. She's like, "Get the get the phone, get the phone." So during the Scrabble game. Dan gets up to look for the Scrabble dictionary because they're confused on a word if it's actually a word. And when he can't find it, he tries to Google this on Olivia's or I'm sorry, on Jenny's laptop. And like the first thing that pops up is Olivia's interview with Jimmy Fallon. So he plays it. You only see him looking at a portion of it. He then is quickly ready to leave, tells Olivia, hey, you stay here You seem to be winning at Scrabble. And so her and Jenny believe that, oh, shit, Dan saw this interview, and now he's really upset with me. So then the audience gets to see the Jimmy Fallon interview. And Michelle and I are like, it doesn't seem too bad. But the two of them watch it, and Jimmy Fallon states that she has a really funny story about her first date with this guy. And so she's telling Jimmy about how he went into the bathroom and came out, and his shirt was inside out and the guy claimed that there was a spider on him, and so he had to take his shirt off.
1: He goes to the bathroom. He comes back. Well, it was, it was our first date, and he goes to the restroom, and when he comes back, his his shirt was on Inside Out. Che- that, check, please. That's where you go right there. Yeah, that's when you get out. Really? That's when you have to leave, yes. <laughs> no, I find out later that on the way into the bathroom, he's walked into a spider web, and a spider crawled inside his shirt.
0: Yeah, the old... The old spider excuse. Yeah, you
1: know, we've all used that one before. Yeah, the old, the old, oh, a spider came down my shirt, and that's why I had to take my shirt off. And Okay, yeah, that's, <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, I would believe that one. And, and now, are you still a dating bathroom boy, or, <laughs> or are, was, is he arrested? I don't know.
0: Tomorrow is our one-month anniversary.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, it's big. In, in, in honor, in honor, I'll be taking my clothes off in the bathroom and then redressing myself.
0: <laughs> to me, Okay. What's the big deal? <laughs> I'm like waiting for it to get bad. <laughs> right. And so then Jimmy's like, Oh my god, that's a red flag. You know, he's like really yeah. beefing it out. It's right. such a red flag. You gotta date you gotta dump this guy, you gotta dump this guy, bathroom boy. And so then Olivia's like, Well, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, Lemmy.
0: I'm like, what is I know that? <laughs> I like an earthquake? <laughs> Just Liam revving up. (laughs) So uh, back to what I was saying. Thank you, uh, Liam. Oh, and now he's jumping on the table. Okay. So Jimmy calls him bathroom boy and she says, well, we actually are still together. It's now our one month anniversary. That's really sweet. Very sweet that she remembers that. So many noises tonight. Okay. And then Olivia calls Dan. But he doesn't answer. And so she heads up to the Brooklyn loft to apologize to him. And when she does, Dan states that he knows about the interview and he's not even mad about it. He just ran out because he forgot it was their one month anniversary. And he wanted to do something really special with for her with candles and dinner. And then he also admits that there wasn't a spider on the first date. He actually was just super mm. sweaty and had to take his shirt off to keep drying the pits and all very sweet and they enjoy a romantic dinner together all is well on that front they end up which is super confusing and Jess even mentioned it to me later on in questions and comments but she's like i have a surprise for you and the two of them are cuddling on the couch and they play another segment of jimmy fallon where olivia's clearly wearing a different dress it's clearly a different night he's like oh we were really ups- you were really upset with me last time like it wasn't the same episode and they're like making sushi together and then Jimmy's like here's an apology cake for Dan. Happy one month anniversary. You know what would have made this believable? (sighs) You
1: know what would have made this believable? Why don't we show Padge and Olivia in different clothes? Right. Different clothes. On the couch wearing the same exact. She's wearing the red flannel from the day and Padge is wearing a gray Henley.
0: Right. So it's clearly the day after this episode was aired. So if you wanted to do the same like even if she's like, oh, I'm gonna go. Like at least make it where you rushed. Hey Jimmy, can we get like a really quick? Yeah. Set? You know something. It just didn't make any sense. No sense. Yeah. No. But whatever. That is Olage. Let's <laughs> head over to chair. Yeah. Uh, so, Chuck, being the big businessman he is now, is hosting the election night party at the Empire Hotel, and he does give trip and his crew their exclusive penthouse at the Empire Hotel, and he also invites Nate to crash there at any time, whenever he'd like. Very nice. Very nice. They're sending up. Chuck and Blair go off to do their own things, and as we know, Blair bumps into Serena at the dorms and claims to have made some new friends, so she has to go out and do so. Hmm. She ends up having lunch with her minions, and she vents on how she really can't find a friend that's worthy of her, She then spots a blonde with a very expensive Valentino handbag and decides to go introduce herself. And she's super nervous. She's like, "Um, can I touch it? Can I hold it? And the two of them hit it off right away, of course. She introduces herself and the girl says, my name is Brandeis. Blair flat out asks her to come with her to the election party, and then Brandeis accepts. Which it now makes That's sense normal. why she accepted. Well, makes sense, but yeah. it's
1: such a weird thing. Like, if imagine if a girl came up to you in a coffee shop because she liked your shoes and was like, "Oh my god, I love your shoes! Can you come to a party with me tonight?" Right. And it's you'd be like, "Super awkward." Uh, I'd be like, "No,
0: I'm busy," or I'd be like, <laughs> "Hey, let's."
1: I don't know what I do. Say no. But we can talk
0: another time. Right. I think you're trying to sell me something or something. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yes. Just strange. But Brandeis accepts later on at the party. It's obvious Serena is very frustrated with Patrick. Blair comes in to, of course, make matters worse, and she brags about her new friend Brandeis and how she knows all the politicians at the party. Hmm. Another thing that makes sense. Yeah. The two of them part ways, and Blair catches Patrick taking a pee in the fountain. Because he's disgusting. He's disgusting and a child. A little later on, Blair tells Serena that she brought her fake boyfriend upstairs because he was so drunk, he was making a scene, and to avoid that, she brought him upstairs where he could kind of sleep it off. Yeah. And Serena should understand because she knows what
1: it's like to be in that position. Right.
0: To be in the... You know, drunk. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So Serena goes upstairs to wake Patrick. It's very difficult to wake him. She has to spill water on his face. He reveals Brandeis as an escort. And so Serena takes her as downstairs to feel out Brandeis and it's still very clear she is a working girl after all she does go to NYU though she does go to NYU and she is a psych major but she right she just makes her coin a different way exactly and while Serena is like working sort of with Brandeis to see if she is an escort Chuck is getting security to take Patrick out because he literally has like underwear on yeah right he got out of the room yeah he's very drunk and chuck's trying to take care of the situation serena can't wait to reveal to blair the news about her new buddy brandeis and also says that she's going to be kicked out for being an escort because it's a scandal if an escort would be at a politician's party the two of them of course are arguing making a scene and then our daddy chuck has to literally come in and say children children let's keep this you know Let's not do this here. This is my hotel. Please shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, Don't embarrass me here. Yeah, really? Yeah, so they end up fighting over Brandeis. Chuck says he's going to get down to the bottom of the escort situation. When he leaves, Blair flat out calls Serena a prostitute, which forces Serena to push Blair's face into the cake. This was a fantastic moment. It was awesome. It was so (laughs) well-deserved. While Blair is cleaning herself up, Chuck approaches Serena, tells her that Blair needs her friend, which I understand what he's saying, but he knows Blair. It's a cry for help is what he's claiming to Serena. But it's just so frustrating to be be Blair's friend and then have her boyfriend be like, she needs you. Like, well, she better treat me right then if she needs me. Right. But he said, you better patch things up now. You have 18 years worth of friendship. If you don't do it one, thing, one day, this is going to be a relationship of the past and you're not going to have each other. So, of course, that prompts Serena to go apologize and be the bigger person to Blair. And then Blair doesn't accept the apology. Her reasoning? Was ridiculous. She states she's moving on. She's at college. She has a relationship. And Serena doesn't have any of that. And also, Serena's pushed away all of the friends that she's made. Even Nate's mad at her for whatever reason. And she's pretty much alone.
1: Throughout all my years with Nate, my whole life, really, you've always been number one. And now for the first time, things are different. I'm different. I have college and a real relationship. I'm starting... To build a life for myself. I'm building a life for myself, too. With Carter? With your job as an assistant to a publicist who pays you to date a whacked-out movie star? You're drifting away from Dan and your family, and you've lost Nate, one of your oldest friends. (sighs)
0: This night is finally over. As far as I'm concerned. So. And I'm like, well, she kind of chose that. But not and only that. be her friend. Blair, <laughs> you have not grown up
1: at all. At fucking all. <laughs> you go to college, you need minions. You go to college, right. you still need to be Queen B. You go to college, you're still messing with the people who are close to
0: you like Chuck and manipulation. Right. And, like, then, you and be- then you have the audacity to say that Serena hasn't, you know, she's moving on. Serena actually got a job. Right. Serena's trying to better herself. And she's trying to even say that to Blair. And Blair's like, as far as this friendship is, consider it it over. Yeah. And so Serena's like, "Uh, okay, there goes my apology. So Blair goes to find Brandeis, who admits that she is an escort. And then Blair realizes that Brandeis used her. And she's she's really upset about it. It's like, well, you bitch, you, you used her used in the first, first place. Here's another thing, Blair. You still have not grown up or changed. You used her in the first place. It's She's unbelievable. Outside, Serena is trying to put a very drunk Patrick into the car. Patrick invites her to come over or come out to another party with him. She, of course, declines this. And he's like, you have to do whatever I say. You're my fake girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And so at that moment, Serena's like, fuck this. And she yeah. takes a Sharpie, writes on his like handkerchief, I quit, deliver this guy to Casey and (laughs) that would be it in Chuck's suite Blair is waiting for him and tells him that she's no longer friends with Brandeis which is very poetically a meaning for she's not friends with Serena anymore and she tells Chuck that he's her only friend and he's all that she needs which I mean it only goes so far (laughs) you kind of need another outlet besides your significant other you do Otherwise, things get really toxic. Not that it isn't already toxic, but you need an outlet. Yeah. Okay. So all of that has happened. We have a huge scandal among us, the Tripp and Nate grandfather situation. So as we said, the election is happening that night and Tripp and company are all staying in the penthouse Trip expresses some concerns he has with the polling numbers, and even Grandfather whispers to Nate that he really doesn't have a chance, and it would take a miracle for Trip to win this. So later on that day, Trip and Nate are walking along the harbor discussing the poll numbers, where Trip reveals that he doesn't want to do this the dirty way and won't ask for William's help, even though Nate is suggesting it. Vanessa's also there. Because she's filming, she's filling, film, filming the whole campaign, and was given given permission to film during Trip's election. So at this time, they're talking. A man starts drowning <laughs> in the Hudson River, and so the hero Trip that he is dives in to save him. Of course, Vanessa gets this all on camera. Which we were laughing because where the docks were I'm like it looks so shallow.
1: First off, he dove in. Well, yeah, that too. Like, how did he dive? And then you right. couldn't stand.
0: Right. That's how deep like, is this? It didn't it didn't look like he was drowning? But well, uh, later the story about Tripp saving this man is aired all over the television uh, news stations, and this leads to his numbers really increasing because of it. Nate is definitely suspicious of their grandfather, but Williams and I is not being anywhere near this, not a part of it. And as they're speaking, Vanessa gets a call from New York One asking to buy her footage. So she takes her footage back to NYU to go over it, and she sees the man purposely diving into the water and pretending to drown, realizing this was a setup. So she calls Nate to tell him about it, and Nate's like, "I'm sorry, Vanessa, I'm really busy. Is this important?" It's like, "Well, are you fucking kidding me? Of course this is important. Why she else would she be calling?" Right? So stupid. And so he pretty much like refuses to believe that this was a setup. He's like, "No, no, no, it doesn't make any sense. You, you don't know what you're talking about. Please don't send that footage to New York One. It would ruin Tripp's campaign." And Vanessa's like, but I'm just doing what's right. Also, it's on camera. And also, it's on camera. So I know what I saw. And Nate's like, just wait a few days for it to come out. It's like, well, no, (laughs) whatever. So she leaves. She tells him that Carolyn Lowe is interested in her footage. So Nate calls Carolyn Lowe to talk some things over. At the party, a woman confronts Vanessa and asks who she sold her footage to. Vanessa explains she sold it to Carolyn Lowe two hours ago. And this woman is very confused because she says, I'm Carolyn Lowe. And Vanessa says, well, who was the lady that I sold my footage to? Mm. Realizing Nate set it up. yeah. Vanessa goes to confront him. And the two argue, and as they're arguing, they see that on the news, the truth about it actually comes out and how it was a setup. And so Tripp is certain that William is responsible for this and, of course, is angry. William admits that he definitely had doubts about Tripp winning, but he definitely did not do this. He denies any involvement. So Tripp is ready to withdraw his election. And so then Nate has to gather the press, and Nate is very like stern in this episode. He's like, "Can we get the room, people?" And I'm uh-huh. like, oh, what? What's your role? Is this his cousin. role? I'm cousin. <laughs> cousin Nate Archibald's just going to speak, right? I don't, I don't really know if he has a specific title, but he's kind of just there for like moral support and promoting his cousin. But just the way he's like handling himself in this, I'm like, "What yeah. happened to you, Nate? You're like very." I don't know, to me, yeah, it's very professional, but to me, he seems like the type of person that wouldn't, like, want to be, like, addressing a room, but we do see as, like, the grandfather gets involved, he does do that. So once the press is gathered, Nate takes the stage, and he tells everyone that he was responsible for the setup and that trip had no idea and that trip is an amazing guy and he's candidate. an amazing guy you don't take this you know into consideration he had no idea so later that evening trip is thanking Nate for his sacrifice that he made and it's then revealed that trip won the election Nate says that they are the only honest men in their family or maybe he meant it he, towards Trip. He like, said Trip is the only you're one. You're the only one. Yeah, with like the moral compass. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm happy to watch you lead. I have complete faith in you. Trip promises Nate that he will f- pretty much fix all of the wrongdoings of the Vanderbilts. Nate leaves, and Maureen comes to congratulate Trip. Inside after this, Maureen is hanging out with William and says that this plan was brilliant, and Nate was brilliant, and then reveals to William that she was the one who set up the hoax. This is a good twist. It was a good twist. I remember not seeing it coming the first time I watched it. And now that everyone is convinced William did it, Tripp is pretty much out of his control, and nobody respects him anymore. William's because, canceled. Yeah, he's canceled. And they're like, we're so free of you. It's awesome. Because this entire time, William has been pretty much running everything for Trip. So William threatens to tell Trip, but Maureen says that, you know, you really don't have any credibility anymore, and she walks away.
1: It's true.
0: Yeah. Our last scenes, Vanessa is watching her actual footage again on the news, and she seems to be quite happy. And back at the Empire, Serena is sitting alone having a drink. Poor girl, had a rough day. Trip enters the bar and says that he just wanted to be alone for, like, the last minute that he believes he will be for a pretty long time being a congressman. And so you can tell that Serena is like upset right. about something. And so he says, do you want to talk about it? And the two pretty much spend the, the night just talking. And that's where our episode so ends.
1: It's weird because I feel the last scene could be taken two ways. It could totally be taken a bunch of ways. It could be taken because he's like, hey, let me start my duty of fixing and listening. Right. And as he was being
0: as congressman and he was saying like, it, would, it seemed to me a genuine, like, hey, let me yeah. hear what you have to say. I'm. You, I'm they've known each other for a long time. They have, right? Yeah. And she asks, oh, where is your wife?
1: And he goes. Right.
0: If they didn't eh. add that part in, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be suspicious. And, Thank you. Yeah. But the fact that they did, it could go either way. Because he
1: was like, I don't know. She's somewhere in there. And so right. he orders what she's having. Right. They start drinking. She starts talking. He's listening. And I'm like, are we just, are we supposed to think that something's going to happen with them or the trip's just a really good guy and we're never going to pick up I on this again? I think
0: it's up to your interpretation well, Obviously, next week. Um, yeah. But next go, week it means will be nothing con- because we never touch upon things. You're right. You're so right. So we could touch upon it next week. We t- could touch upon it in two weeks. Who knows? But we'll get more of a confirmation, I good. should say. Yeah. But I'm I know it could really go either way. Yeah, but that's where we end for the episode going to take a break and we'll be right back. Lucas from Best Forever's a podcast for kindred spirits.
1: I'd like to start a movement where we spend more time loving on our friends because although friends are important to us, they're often in the shadow of other relationships. So if you want to love on your friendships a little bit more, embrace friendship a little bit more or just appreciate your friendships a little bit more, then this podcast is for you. We'll explore all the different ways friendships take place, share the amazing stories of friendship and discuss best practices for the difficulties that friends may experience. It's time to embrace friendships because without our friends, who would we be? So check out Best Forevers on iTunes, Stitcher, and all the other podcasting listening venues. And be sure to follow Best Forevers Pod
0: on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Welcome back from break. One note of trivia, the episode is based off the movie The Godfather Part 2. Well, clearly. What a shock. There's one goof at the end of the episode when Trip and Serena are talking at the bar. Serena's hand goes from her forehead, then down, and then back at her forehead. It just, it's not really cohesive. Got it. Music we have I See You by Mika. I Could Rob You by The Plasticine. Float by Quizzo. Two Left Feet by Anya Marina. Everything is Shattering by Maps. Damn You, Hollywood by Fred. The Nerve by The Republic Tigers. Hollywood by Hollywood Holt. Take You Out by The Estate. Okay. Heading over to Instagram for some questions and comments. Jess at Mrs. Boquist says, Nate is acting like such a baby with the Serena situation. You were the one that played her. Yeah, really? <laughs> You have, like, no credibility People here. seem to forget right? They are like, their actions in this episode. You wronged me, but uh, how about last time when you wronged that person? Jess pointed out, which we were also wondering, the Olivia Fallon interview was really weird timing. She went on twice in one month, apparently. The first time she went on, it was the day before their one-month anniversary. Then on their anniversary day, they were watching the episode, another episode she was on with the apology cake. Very confusing.
1: <laughs> she also pointed out in the Netflix chat, I don't know if she said, it in notes but about the liquor license
0: oh no she didn't say that in liquor like about the liquor license but if chuck is having them at the empire it's clear he doesn't have a liquor license as of yet unless they completely brushed over that but it's supposed to be the speakeasy thing you know yeah so true so so true her question what would you have done if you were in vanessa's shoes and discovered
1: the truth yeah no i wouldn't have just let that go especially with the politic campaign
0: I wouldn't have – you know what? This is horrible of me. I probably wouldn't have sent anything to Nate, and I probably would have just sent it in. And then it would have been, like, not on me – sorry, not on me that – this was my, like, my doing, sort of. Like, I saw this and I sent it. It would be like, all right, well. Like, you would send it but not say what but happened not in the video and have them discover it? And have it. them discover it. Like, hey, wait, we, we have to go back to this footage. And I'd be like, oh, my God. I think I, I definitely had no idea.
1: would have given a heads up. I
0: know. It's and terrible. continue
1: forward. I wouldn't be like, no, I'm not going to turn a blind right, eye about this. Right.
0: Yeah. So if you're going to do shady clear, shit. Yes. But also. I guess Maureen's plan was for Vanessa to find out, tell Nate, and then have some sort of how the fuck would she? How would she have predicted that? What if Vanessa
1: is not a very, uh, you know, critical of her work and was not focusing on the background, right? right. And I guess does that mean Maureen hired the guy she was interviewing because they? The reason she caught on tape is she's interviewing
0: a guy. Oh, like, who you are gonna vote for? Maybe. And then so you are telling me right. we're put this all together. Right. It's very <laughs> suspicious. Okay, I don't know. Marie. I know it's a, it's a big stretch. Mike at Dell underscore Vasto question for Michelle. Yes, Mike. He's wondering if you were watching this show alone, would you be thinking about or caring who Gossip Girl is? Yes. Oh, you would. Okay, I would think that you wouldn't. Because it's not even like a thing. The really. only reason I would watch the show is to find out who Gossip Girl is. <laughs> right. Especially
1: three seasons in, I'm like, I just want to know who Gossip Girl is.
0: Right. I know. Same. You just wanted to happen. That's already. just what I wanted to happen. Yeah. yeah. Tish at Letitia underscore Dominique enjoyed this episode and can't believe Chuck is the only one adulting over the right, others. Tish? What the hell? He's the only one. Everyone's
1: children. But thank goodness, and I said this to Liz when we were watching. After three seasons, at least someone is growing
0: up, right? The person that we kind of told you, like, kind of guaranteed pretty much to have a glow up. That is is at least you're seeing it, and I feel better that you are because it's very clear. Because in the beginning, he's awful, yeah, and then he gets progressively less awful, and then he goes back to being awful, and then he gets a little bit less. But it's just nice to see someone who's trying to really make something of himself and. Like recognizes that these people are children, yeah, when they can't recognize it themselves, right she thought it was quite interesting to see Serena being on the outs in this episode, mm-hmm. which, yeah, I feel like we don't really see that. She has really no ties to anyone at the moment, and Blair does even say like you're you're pushing away your mom, Dan, like she doesn't really have anyone besides her job at the moment.
1: I don't view it that way. Okay. I really don't. I view it as she's working and right, she's, she's made amends with everyone. Right. I mean, Padge, she's fine with. Padge is just dating right. someone else. Exactly.
0: Like, th- that doesn't make, it doesn't make a difference that he's, he's happy dating someone else. They don't have to be like these like happy-go-lucky best friends that hang out No, all they're the time. mutually fine. Right. Yeah. I think Blair just was digging wherever Blair she could. That sucks. Um, Tish also predicted the scandal would have been thought out by either Maureen or Tripp. Wow. Yeah, she was on top of that. Tish enjoyed the Olage having their own separate storyline this episode, and this show has a habit of meshing all of the characters together with the same storyline, so she was happy to see them by themselves. Mm -hmm. Same. She said there's a deleted scene where William gets mad at Nate for taking the fall for the scandal and tells him He just harmed Tripp's campaign. Nate states he did more for Tripp than William ever would and that Tripp and Nate don't want him around anymore. So pretty much what Maureen said to him. She gives this episode a two out of three glasses of gossip. Nice. Tish hopes Serena and Blair will make up soon. Michelle, do you still predict that in two episodes this will be all over? Yes. (laughs) Also, do you think something will happen between Tripp and Serena? She sensed a vibe. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Fun stuff. We do. Vic at Mewstick says, Blair and Serena are so petty, they belong together as best friends. I guess so. Yeah. Sure. I, I get... It's hard right now because Serena is so much more likable at this moment when we dealt... Guys, we definitely had the Serena moment, right? Yeah. We were on the hating train. Yeah. Not hate, but super on... Just not The likable, boat. Disli- Dislikable character at that point. So... Blair is just really... She does a lot, too. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay, Ann. Excuse me? (laughs) Blair just does a lot to be annoyed at as a child. she's just so annoying. Even
1: Serena, I see her trying to change and progress. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? The speaker. It's... Blair, who's just, I don't see any right. growth. Me I see either. no growth.
0: It's so sad. You would think in three seasons that one character would have some sort of growth, but she doesn't. Ugh, Vic loves Olage as well. They're so cute. Her question to play off Tish a bit. Do you think what Blair said to Serena made hit a nerve and that's what forced her to quit?
1: Yeah, I do, and especially yeah. the look at the end across the yeah, street. Yeah, right. But I think I'm hoping Serena took that and was like, no, like yeah, you're there's some, you know, truth to that, but fuck you, Blair.
0: <laughs> rihanna at re simpson 13 says the friendships on the show are exhausting they
1: are girl yeah
0: nate and uh vanessa serena and blair she says at least the olodge storyline was lighthearted, and she really misses lufus yeah yeah same got an email from lisa she really liked this episode overall but not a fan of the serena and blair rivalry obviously no one is it's ridiculous she's happy to see that the chair situation wasn't prolonged that much she isn't a huge fan of them as a couple but like most of us is really loving chuck's progression yeah she loves seeing trip again she's got a huge crush on him however (laughs) it seems that they changed his character a bit from the first time we met him he gives her the creeps in the in the beginning and now he's like a saint She's here for it, but still a bit odd. She doesn't want him and Serena to hook up. She also sends something there. Mm. <laughs> all right. That's all we have for questions and comments. Love hearing from you guys. Thanks, it's guys. The best part of our day. So fun. All right. So we'll go into fashion headband. I had five. I have three. All right. Um, you know. Three to five. Jess didn't have any. She said she must have missed them all. Um, what other fashion did you like?
1: I liked Blair's gold dress in the first time we yes. see her.
0: I liked Serena's sparkle sweater.
1: Yeah. I like Vanessa's moto jacket and earrings.
0: Yeah. I also loved Vanessa's big braided bun. Yeah. Her hair looks so good like that. Serena's glitter cardi. Yes. Serena's braid with her pewter dress at the election. Love that dress. I, I don't know if it's pewter, but in some of the pictures they were showing it was almost green, but I, I whatever it was, it looked good. I liked Olivia's flannel shirt. Me too. I loved Dan's gray Henley t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Lily's gray dress while they were playing Scrabble had like a black belt in the middle. It's it was cute. very nice. Quotes. Scrabble bitches. <laughs> I'm not friends with staff. Yeah. Uh, where did you get the script? In the garbage. I voted for you. God, that was one of the cringy moments of Serena, Dan, when he's watching the uh, interview. She's cute.
1: <laughs> Padge, I need a SARS
0: mask. Which hits, uh, close it hits right too, now. It it's too close to home right now. Want to go upstairs to see if two blondes make a right? Uh, Vanessa, what happened to you, Nate? Mm, after all, you're the only honest man in our family. I'll be honest, my dear, I never really spent much time thinking of you. Bartender, I'll have what she's having. Mm. Just like well you well you didn't actually think they wanted to play 5 hours worth of board games with us, did you? <laughs> <laughs> MVP and shittiest. I know everyone struggled with MVPs because we had a lot of shittiest, but I'm I'm happy with my choice. I have a Everyone else picked the exact same person. Other opposite, not opposite me, but different than I. So I have MVP, blue ribbon,
1: and blue ribbon.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, MVP. Yeah. Three, Three, two, one. one. Patch. Serena. Okay. Yep. Yep. Who's your blue ribbon? Uh, I have two blue ribbons. Oh, is Chuck one of them?
1: Yeah. Okay. And the cake moment, which I guess would be Serena. Yes, yeah,
0: Serena. Um, so why did you pick Serena? Well,
1: I feel that. She tried to make amends with Blair. Yeah, she did. More than once in this episode. Um, she's trying to do the best she can at her job. Trying to get into that party mm-hmm. because of her job and doing it and dating that guy. And it's just a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah. And I just like the way she's handling herself. And I can't believe I'm saying that because out of everyone, right. literally everybody is pretty fucking shitty. It's in so this true. Episode. But... I have to give it to really when she put Blair's face in the cake. I was like, thank you, Serena.
0: Yeah, I definitely she was a contender for me, but I chose Padge because I really enjoyed how he handled the interview situation. He really he wasn't mad about it. He's like, it's cool. Immediately went home to plan their one month anniversary. I just thought that was super sweet. I just really liked their chemistry. He was really light. As well, usual. That, right. He wasn't you know. shitty. I don't mean every... No, he wasn't. Like him- I don't include them in these. this okay. mix. Yeah. I don't
1: either. That's why they're like yeah, separate. Yeah, they're separate. Yeah.
0: But um, mostly everyone, Lisa, Jess, Mike, Rihanna, Vic, all picked Chuck. Which I... Okay, i yeah, ribbon. Yeah, because of the way he handled the party and gave Serena the hard truth about Blair. And then Tish fused Chad, Chuck, and Padge. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I can agree with that, too. Yeah. Shittiest. Ah. Uh. I mean, I guess if I had, there's so many, if I had to pick, you know what? I'm changing my answer. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's someone that stands, stands yeah. true. Yeah, okay. yeah. Three, Three two, two, one, Blair. Blair. Yeah, Who I was originally, Nate, but you know what? Well, Nate, I think, fixed the day. He did. At the end, he kind of redeemed himself, but uh, we picked Blair. Also, Mike's blue ribbon is Blair. She He wished she grew up, and Vic also put, picked Blair for her shittiest, but mostly, everyone else has Nate.
1: Okay, so yes for Nate, but also he made that speech and took the blame, right. and he didn't want to throw his grandfather under the bus because he thought it was his grandfather. He did. He did. And you can't even pick Maureen as the shittiest nah, because she's, she's just, just trying to support
0: in her own manipulative. She was trying to stay, way. you know, stay in the family because the yeah. family is really hard to deal with. She's like, I'm just gonna, I have to do what I have to do. Right. So
1: I don't really blame. Nate.
0: Yeah, but totally Blair. The second time I watched it with you, it just she was the epitome of bitch and childish. She wouldn't let Serena does apologize Blair, to her. Does Blair like, evolve? I mean, she she does. I can't imagine. It's so hard. There's like a true point where she does, but we—it's not yet. Well, no, I know that. I'm trying to think of even until that point if she gets a little better. And the thing is,
1: you don't even know. And I
0: don't even know, but I know the point in her life where she is better. It's just I don't know the progression of how we get there. No, you're not gonna tell me. Oh, no, but anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, god, if only that would make her maybe. I don't know if that would make her worse yeah, I or don't better. Know either.
1: She could be like a mommyzilla,
0: yeah, but she just was awful. Lisa Jess, Mike had shittiest for Nate for the stunt he pulled with Vanessa, even if he sort of redeemed himself in the end, it was still low. Plus, he needs to get over the bullshit with Serena. Tish fused again, she had. Nortarine Nate and Maureen mm. <laughs> Rihanna said if Michelle can pick Olivia's dress she's picking politics for her shittiest yes <laughs> yeah. for sure love that alright let's go over to Patron of the Week yay it's Patron of the it's Week it's Patron of the Week it's patron- This week, I chose our ice cream correspondent whose birthday is in a few days when you're listening to this. Happy birthday, Mike. Inside joke, if you listen to Let's Talk OC, if you don't, then you don't know what we're talking about. But each week, Mike picks the ice cream flavor that pairs with the episode of the OC. It's pretty awesome. His in-depth discussion and reasoning for why he chose this flavor is always astounding. We're always laughing and thinking he's incredible. And we just wanted to say thank you so much, Mike for being a part of the IT3 family. You're always at the Netflix party. You're always sending questions and comments. We just really appreciate you. Thanks, Mike. All right, Michelle. Next week is interesting. <laughs> They're all interesting. Season three is quite interesting. So for season three, episode nine, the title is They Shoot Humphreys, Don't They? Oh. Oh. Okay. So as much as we have been having a chair moment, this is definitely a Humphrey moment. Mm-hmm. My three gossip words are... Three gossip words. Distractions. Cotillion. Three. Cotillion. Catillion,
1: Jenny? She would be the only one of age, right? This is true. Her and Eric?
0: This is very guess, true. Cotillion. It's a
1: great prediction. Man, our shows and their cotillions, man. Right? <laughs> as I say, man, twice. Uh, yeah, okay. Cotillion ha- is happening. And three. is a crowd. Three is certainly a crowd. Wow. I'm really, I'm, I'm brewing as on air. So it's once, like, Mike, once mic.
0: you watch this episode, you're going to be like, oh.
1: Wow.
0: Clever one, Alyssa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you always do an amazing job with your words. You guys
0: know. So after this week's episode after next week's episode, this is just my two cents. After next week's episode is when I said, you know what, I'm not watching Gospel Girl anymore. <laughs> Wait, what? After next week's episode. When I first watched it live, I should say. okay, because you
1: confused me. I was like, wait, are
0: we not watching anymore? How are we doing? Am I just going to write it? Let's just, like, not watch it and rewrite the show. Next week's episode, my sister and I watched it together. And I would love to have her commentary um, on next week's episode. We watched it, and we looked at each other. We go, eh, we're going to take a break from Gossip Girl for a while. That's just... Great. And not wait to watch it. I'm just wondering on... You know, however many years later, if I still feel that way, I did rewatch it and I'm just still like, okay. Oh my god, Liz. <laughs> why? <laughs> Sorry to hype you up about this episode. If you know what happens, you probably are laughing and screaming at me right now. Um, but this episode is such a doozy. That's all. I don't want to oh spoil God, anything I'm else. I'm so excited. Thursday can't come soon enough. I know. I mean it in the best way where it's like we're going to tear this shit oh, apart. Because I love tearing <laughs> this show apart. Yeah, we're going to tear this shit apart in the best way. Shanna should come. Shana should come. If Maybe you want. I'll, I'll ask put her. That's about pressure on the air, We'll it, see if she, can, uh, if she can get here by then. Or call or something. Or call. Whatever. But yeah, she, I would love to hear what she has to say rewatching this episode if it's just as cringy it's just cringy yeah wow how fun and i will definitely speak my piece next week because i don't want it to seem like i'm hating on on things that happen i just remember watching it and being like oh (laughs) interesting we're doing that (laughs) once so once you took your break when did you come back uh i think i then i watched like towards the i watched like the Finale, like the last half of the season and then Shana just continued watching it and i just didn't and then Shana didn't continue watching it for a while after that's
1: how good this show is huh yeah. <laughs> wow
0: not now that obviously because we're doing what we're doing yeah it's so much fun still for me to still watch And now, come season four, it's going to be a completely different world because I don't know what to expect each week, even though I do know what happens. I don't know exactly when those things happen. So, uh, it's just, we loved to critique, and that's
1: what we do here. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, listen, like, I I know my comments are (laughs) <laughs> i don't know why i don't i feel like i don't need to defend my comments no all the time we don't we don't because i do i said this on Tree Hill talk and i've said this on O well not really on oc because, well because like, oc
0: is completely different vibe like, yeah
1: you know if that's your baby yeah it's my baby but uh even though i don't agree with everything that happens over there either but this show is so fun to laugh at and totally. dissect and when we watch it together I mean, there's a moment. I love, like, screaming. like Yeah, you're so we laugh and, and
0: shrill. And it's, but it, there's fun in that, right? It's so much fun. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, okay, they shoot Humphreys, don't they? Yeah.
0: So, Distraction, Cotillion, three. Well, I
1: think Cotillion is definitely going to happen. I think Jenny's going to be a part of it. I think Eric will be a part of it. Perhaps there's a third member here, which I would say, oh, it's brother from boston but he's uh. on a fucking island <laughs> even though he wouldn't be in cotillion but it'll be like the third scott scott that's Scottie his name boy i, I almost you. called him
0: aaron because they're the same, same in my head <laughs> aaron, same thing
1: and then a distraction at cotillion so i guess they're gonna have to try to there's going to be something with a distraction at cotillion which is like wow michelle use the two words to describe what's well, actually happening
0: and there's a lot of distractions everywhere okay yeah not just that cotillion, definitely a cotillion, but. Is
1: Gossip Girl present in this episode when you watch back and you're like, oh my God? It's not that kind of episode.
0: <sighs> no. No. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, no. But this is definitely an episode you're never going to forget because it stays with me. Okay, see, now I'm excited (laughs) for that.
1: I'm like, oh, when I say I can't wait, I truly am excited to watch a cringe something bad. Yeah,
0: it's, you know, but it's not necessarily bad. I just didn't understand why they had to do this. Okay. That's all. Yeah. And I'll continue, obviously, next week when we can really talk about it. But if you know, you know. And if you don't, yeah. you're going to find out next week. Yeah. I'm really excited to watch it regardless of my emotions Same. and feelings. Same. I can't wait to see Michelle's. I I, God pray that there is no internet connection issues or a, another storm happens because I want to see Michelle's face during this episode. <laughs> and, and like, I must. Because
1: of the title, it's Humphrey heavy.
0: Yes. It's mostly... Obviously, Cotillion, yes, that's Jenny. So we understand Jenny's heavy in this episode, but the other Humphreys are a part of it too. The mother's on the island, right? Allison, yes. Who needs Allison? You got Lily. No, I get that. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of more Humphreys. <laughs> right, right. So it's like Rufus and Lily. Well, Rufus, Patch, Patch. Lily. Lily. Yeah. Got mm-hmm. it. Jenny. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. All I have Eric. is Cotillion and a distraction.
0: Okay, cool. Well,. <laughs> If you had to predict who you think Gossip Girl is, because that is the concept of why we podcast on this show. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. So re- refresh my memory. When the text went off from Gossip Girl, yeah. that happened in the living room.
0: It happened. Yeah. While they're playing Scrabble.
1: Okay. Well, that's really hard it- to predict because <laughs> we had all those people in those rooms. So it can't be those people.
0: Right. Like, I guess, yeah. like? Well, it's
1: Jenny because she's sick. It's a stupid reason. <laughs> but Jenny was, like, there, like, when... I know, I know. So you can't really pick Jenny. And right now I can't pick Jenny. Right,
0: it wouldn't make sense. And then
1: Padge, that'd be weird. Mm. Because why would he react?
0: Right, like, why would you see the audience see him react? So it can't be If Badge. he was, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They're just... And then, let me ask you something.
1: Sure. Without you trying to spoil. Sure. Gossip girl, mm-hmm. whoever they are, mm-hmm. we've seen already. Yeah. And they've been present with us in three seasons.
0: Yes. Present, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. Oh, wait
0: until you find that out. Yeah. Oh, man. I can, that yeah. keeps me going. It's I like, know. it's
1: like a It's got fun.
0: It. It's like a fun bonus. That yeah, well, yeah, obviously we watch and critique the episode and laugh and scream at it. but then the fact that there is a like sort of a mystery aspect that doesn't really exist in real time so gossip yet.
1: girl the, the the figure person was in season one. yeah, but I feel like you could say that and be like, yeah, they existed just because they existed no mean they see definitely them. visually saw them
0: you have visually visually seen them, yeah. Wow! I know. Wow! <laughs> I should
1: just get a list from of season one characters and just every week just pick one. Yeah, I miss Penelope. What do you think that bitch is doing?
0: <sighs> she comes back. I'm pretty sure.
1: Good. She's. Gossip I mean, not Girl. for a while.
0: Okay, that's who I'm picking because <laughs> I miss her. So. All right. Uh, Tish thinks that it's neat. This episode, she had a hunch, and Lisa is still on the patch train.
1: You know, it'd be funny if Gossip Girl was just a collection of people.
0: Yeah, like a cult kind uh, of thing. Kind of because she gets tips, in. right? Like one person does they, this. I don't yeah. know if
1: it's a, a she, but as they right. say, gossip girl. So, gets like tips in. So that could be, oh, right. this person is this, right. and then they all find out. Like, wait, you're gossip girl. I'm gossip girl. You're, what? That's me. Love that.
0: <laughs> Love that though. So it's kind of a group collective. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a possibility. Yeah. It would be a fun possibility too.
1: I think I would be mad at that though, so let's hope not.
0: I don't know if you <laughs> <gasps> I'm not gonna say anything yeah, don't further, anything. because we still have three more seasons. Yes, we if not do. three plus more seasons true. to get through. Which true, true, in true. hindsight to me doesn't feel like that many, but of course it's going to feel like forever. I
1: don't think so. I mean, look how we're ready. I know. You know? <laughs> it's crazy.
0: I know. But thank you to everyone. <laughs> Who sent us questions and comments. If you've made it this far, please send us a uh, devil emoji. Love that. The one that's smiling, not the frown. Ooh. The purple one. I like to use that. It always makes me think of Chuck and Blair for some reason. Um, But if you want to reach out to us, please do so. Our socials are all in the description below, 3 Girls Pod, pretty much everywhere. We even have a Gmail account if you'd like to send us your thoughts while watching. You can head over to ItTakes3Network.com if you want to join our Patreon fam. You can hang out with us each Thursday, have a Netflix party, get a cocktail. It's fun stuff, behind-the-scenes goodies, bonus episodes, all that jazz. And we'll be back next week for... They shoot Humphreys, don't they? (laughs) You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. Girls.